Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Happy weekend. It's the best bits. I'm Morgan, and this is my favorite part of doing the podcast because I get to bring on another show member and have a fun conversation. And this weekend is Raymundo. What's up, Ray? Yo. What's up? What, how you doing? That was a very low-key, like, hello for you, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we were setting the vibe here. What, did you want it to be, like, super crazy Ray the Weather guy? No, I didn't, because it's early, <laughs> and I was not going to be prepared either way. I'm still recovering my voice from doing that the other day. Bones goes, oh, that's a good bit. We should do it more often. No, Bones, please no. I, my voice, it takes four days for me to fully be back. <laughs> I do feel a little hoarseness in your voice yes, this morning. of course. Oh, crazy Ray. Hey, you did it to yourself. You did pitch that bit. It is a bit, though. So as long as people like it, I get one tweet about it. Why not do it again? Oh, did you just get one tweet about it? Twitter is so terrible. Back <laughs> in the day, I would get hundreds of tweets. Now one, 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 one. Okay, does anybody... Well, did you get a DM about it? Probably. I got to check those. I am way behind on DMs, Twitter, and Insta. So once I get an update on, like, look through them, then I'll get a real feel of it. You're right. I need to do that. Mm, I bet they're coming through on DMs okay. now. That would be my guess. Or, you know, guys, just hit up Ray about his crazy Ray, the weather guy segment, so it makes him feel better. No, people hit me <laughs> on the cameo and they go, hey, can you do a crazy Ray, the weather guy for this city, this city? Guys, I can't do a million of them. My voice will be shot because <laughs> crazy voice equals no voice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you do need it to still be able to talk on air sometimes. Well, and even Bones says it when he does a weird or he did the announcing. Yeah. He said for uh, multiple days his voice was out. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's you're, like they, they can't, the vocal cords don't get used to that. My theory on it, not to get too deep, is you just train your voice to what it's used to. Boom, I'm used to talking like this. Hi, yeah, I'm used to all that. That's all normal. But then when you do something out of the ordinary, that's when it strains them. So that's why you think like metal screamers and rock bands can yell because they're used to it. Yes, and also artists, I'm sure right away they get lose their voice, but Luke Combs, Garth, a couple random ones I just named out of nowhere, <laughs> Kane Brown, but uh, people that have been doing it and stuff that have multiple, multiple concerts, they know how to do it with their voice. They don't lose their voice. They're probably fine the next day. Well, we got to train Crazy Ray then. No, no, no. That's what it sounds like. No, no, no. Crazy Ray will never be trained. (laughs) It's going to be just a one-off segment. Oh, man. I I vote we're going to train him. That's that's my goal. We're going to dive into some blind karaoke coming in at that number seven spot, but we're not talking blind karaoke. We're talking your jams right now, Ray. What are you you listening to? What are you watching? What are you vibing with? Got to be real. Morgan Wall in that new album. Yeah. That's all we say. We go, boom, uh, play device, Morgan Wall's new album, and we'll listen to it all the way through. It's just been on repeat since he dropped it? Dude does not miss. What's your favorite song off of it? The, it's oh, I believe it's almost the first two, so it's the one thing at a time, and then Friday night, last night. Yeah. The, the two that he dropped as singles, basically, before the album came out. Those ones are phenomenal. Last night is a vibe. There's also, I believe, the first song on the track where he's talking about, oh my gosh, now I gotta pull up the album. Oh, it's, it's okay. Really good. It's really Here, I got you. Let me do, I have a good way of pulling it up. And you can get the full list. It's the very first track. Yes, because anytime we do it, it's it's number one. Born with a beer in my hand? That one. It's really good as well. So those are my top three. Those are your top three. Oh yeah, there's some good. I, I also love Ain't That Some. I've probably heard that. I mean, Ain't obviously. That Some. Is that it? Yeah, okay, where yeah. he like basically says he's going to cuss, but not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. But honestly, you are right. They're all good. But Ma- last night is a is a whole vibe. Oh, I mean, there's some straight up heaters. The way that he can do that in an album and have boom, boom, boom is very, very impressive. Usually it's one or two from an album that I like. Yeah, that's, especially that's, what, like 34 songs, I think. And it's easy listening. It's one of those where you, it's, I hate, the reference is Colby Calais, and I, you could just put her album in and listen to the whole thing. You can almost do that with Wallen. Mm, almost, but not totally. No, 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 you can. <laughs> but no, but we don't do CDs and stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's true. I did see you at the Morgan Wallen concert, and you were going off. You were having a time. Yeah, I had a little bit too much of a time. Mm-hmm. I should have told myself beforehand, okay, hey, you're going to meet up with friends, but it's cool to just talk and not just keep chugging drinks. <laughs> and then it's cool to just go and walk around Bridgestone without going to every bar there. I mean, but Ray, that that was like your guy. I mean, he, him and Sam Hunt are like your two favorites. Exactly. So you were just going off for your guy. Yeah. Now we uh, we celebrated and then I tried to go to a club afterwards and the bartender or the bouncer goes, you are slurring your words I'm going to send you home. Oh, you didn't even get into the bar. And Bazer immediately was so excited and took me in the cab and we were outy. I love she kn- that she was excited and not like bummed. Well, because she knew. And it, and the guy, and I believe I even said in the moment, I go, I can't even fake sober. And the guy goes, get out of here. And, but she was happy because she knew it was time to go. That's funny, Ray. Everybody knows the moment where it's time to go. You didn't get kicked out of the bar this time. You got kicked out, pre-kicked out of the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then make it in. <laughs> But I heard it sucked anyway, so I was glad I didn't get in. Oh, right. What bar was it? Uh, Tootsie's Legends, one of those two. Oh, one of the like iconic bars. Or maybe Broadway. it was Layla's. It was one of those three. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm sorry you didn't even make it in the door. <laughs> but you were vibing. What about TV shows? Uh, TV shows. What are we did? Outer Banks. There's the new season. Did you like it? Oh, all right. 
I stopped watching season two, episode one. I couldn't get into oh. it. Oh. I couldn't get into it. Because it's season three now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we did. It's it's not great, but I love that it's boats, water. The kids are similar in age. Maybe they're younger than me. I, that's what I always go for. I have a list of things that have to be in shows. Okay, what's your list of things? Uh, attractive characters. Okay. Uh, people similar in age than me. I don't need 80-year-old people on the TV screen. <laughs> boats, water, sun, uh, those all have to. Those are all having to be a part of a TV show. You for watch. the most part, if any TV show or movie includes all those, Bazer goes immediately. Hey, we got to watch this. It has everything you want in it. That's funny. Yeah, you know, water. I mean, that's my thing. Boats, water. Because I don't live on the water, so I envy it. You like to live vicariously through them. Exactly. So you were living vicariously through the Outer Banks cast, searching for treasure. Yeah, until I don't know, until they kind of lost me a little bit. So we haven't finished it, but I would say we're we're maybe halfway through season three. See that I that's I couldn't get back into it. People say that like it's kind of gone down each season a little bit more. Well, you know, there's alleged rumors out there about John B and uh, country superstar. I don't think they're alleged oh, anymore, right? Great. I think there's photos. Of and she did a, a lot. Ra- she almost did a TikTok rap where she goes, she was singing one of her songs, and she goes, "Oh, and then there's John B." Yeah. 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 When she's in pictures, he's uh, sh- he is in pictures. She's posted. Okay. And they're holding hands. And, and they were in Nashville together. I just don't, I don't know that it's like they're officially dating, but they're vibing is what she keeps saying. Oh, so hey, vibing is the new way to say that you're dating with a chick well, <laughs> or with I, somebody. I think it's a way to say that you're casually dating okay. without like the title of he's my boyfriend, she's my girlfriend. I've got to use that. Bae's for sure going to slap me, but I've got to use that one time whenever I introduce, be like, oh yeah, this is my chick. Yeah, we're vibing. Oh my God, right. She will slap you. She may slap you right then and there. Like, because y'all are married, okay? So, so are you two? Are you two married? Oh, no, no, no. Me and Bazer, we're vibing. <laughs> I do. I think that's like the way that they describe casually dating now. And Girl, I'm like, you need to do that in your da- dating when you're starting to dating profile these people. Oh, yeah, we're vibing a little we're bit. We're vibing. You've got to bring that to the Bobby Bones show. Okay. Bones, is, Bones goes, hey, are you guys going steady? What's the deal going on dates? We're vibing. <laughs> if I get something even close to steady rate, I will do that for you. <laughs> but there ain't even there ain't even options right now. <laughs> oh well, I do have some TV shows that I'm watching. I want to know if you've seen any of these. Yeah, hit and, me. I want to hear yours. I don't know if you will have, but they're all like new seasons of all of these. But The Mandalorian. No, that's okay. Mike D. Okay, <laughs> Shadow and Bone. It's on Netflix. No, th- there may be a lot of no's on this because if it's super girly, that's my wife's show that I'm watching with her, but I don't pick out shows. She watches them and we watch them together. I know. And a lot of these are like sci-fi or superhero, honestly. Well, then there's a 0% chance. But there's one on here that I think you're Kay. watching. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to put it last. All right. The Flash. No. N- no. Superman and Lois. Negative. The Last of Us. You've heard Bobby talk about that. He has, and I'm intrigued. But haven't watched it. Haven't watched it, but it, I definitely was going to bring it up. Probably okay. right after this podcast, you guys get done listening in your cars. We're all going to watch it together. I'm telling Bazer when I leave. Okay. It is good. I, it, just tell her she may have to look away a few times. I had to play my, my games on my phone throughout a few episodes. For what? <laughs> the Last of Us. Violence? It, um, yes, but in like a different sense. Gross weird. Yeah. There were there was moments and I, I talked to my sister and she was like, yeah, I really liked it too, but I definitely like looked away during a few parts. Dang. So, but, you know, that's, I think it may be more, uh, we're not huge violence people. Yeah. I don't know if you like violence to watch in like movies and stuff. Yeah. It's not really worth seeing it. Yeah. So, but just that may be the only thing that is hard about The Last of Us. And then Ted Lasso, the new season just came out, the new episode. 
first season, watched a couple episodes, never watched it again. <gasps> Ray, you didn't get into Ted Lasso? No, I, I could see myself maybe later at that uh, season of my life. I just wasn't feeling it. It might have been football season. I didn't feel like watching a soccer show. I mean, that's fair. It is also basketball season. I had like tweeted this and the sore losers came back at me. <laughs> And we're like, it's basketball season. <laughs> you were, what are you doing? You were tweeting television shows, and it's the middle of a thing called March Madness. Okay, I would like to remind you that not everyone watches basketball. I know. <gasps> oh. And Baser's bracket's already busted. Oh, dang. Who did she have winning? She had College of Charleston, I think because we went to Charleston, and the college was right next to our hotel. Dang. And they got beat. And they were a Ooh, massive like underdog. Round? Yeah, she goes, my back bracket's busted. And I go, well, most people, it's because an Arizona got beat or a really good team got beat. Mm. For her, it's she picked a crazy underdog, and of course they got beat. So yesterday, well, Thursday, and then today, Friday, are like, are those the first rounds that are happening? Yeah, so it goes four days straight for multiple weeks. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I believe next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, but is this whole weekend all first round or does it first round, second round? First round, Thursday, Friday, second round, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. So we got two rounds going on. Who has been the upset so far? That was Arizona. They got absolutely upset by Furman and then Princeton. Who the heck did Princeton beat? Come on, who did they beat? What is this, a sports show? No, I, I'm just curious. This is me as, like, I am not going to watch. I just want to know who, like, the big upsets are so I can be involved in pop culture. Princeton beat Arizona, and then Furman beat Virginia. That's what it was. Okay, and those were the two big upsets so far. Yeah. Wild ones. Uh, it was a, one of the upsets was a 15 over a 2, which rarely happens, but Ooh. it actually has happened three years in a row, but typically doesn't happen. Mm. That makes sense. And it's sense. hard to kind of, like, pinpoint the team that's going to do that, I assume. But I've explained it in depth. I believe UIL money. Kids are getting more and more talented. They don't play as much defense. In basketball, you can get hot. In football, you're just a good team. So in basketball, one of the only sports where if you get hot, you can beat a great team if you're from a really small school in a crazy way. That's a good theory. Yeah, I mean, that's mine. Okay. Because those those games would never happen in football for the most part. Mm. A Furman would never beat a Virginia. Never. But basketball, there's that possibility. Yes, because of a hot shooting hand, and they don't play as tight a defense as they used to. Which one do you like to watch more, the playoffs in football or March Madness? March Madness. Mm, okay. It's the best month. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I do remember March Madness working at Buffalo Wild Wings. I think that's why I have such a not need to watch sports. Because you were probably working there, oh, and then out God. of a sudden, out of nowhere... What is this madness going on? And they go, it's March Madness. Oh, yeah. there And there was promotion around it. Like, between that, football and UFC, like, I was engulfed in sports every day of my life for four and a half years. Dang. I've never heard this side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why now I just don't, like, I'll, I, I'll cheer on my teams, but I don't have to watch. I just am like, okay, cool, they won. I kind of dated this chick one time that worked at B-Dubs, and she loved it. Because you were mm-hmm. friends with your coworkers, and you get to eat the food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, trust me. Buffalo being my first job, and there, there was a reason I worked at it for four and a half years. Like, I loved it going in every day. Even the, the fact that sports was involved made it a fun environment. Yeah. It's just probably why now I'm 
I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch sports. I've seen enough of it in my life. Yeah, ours ours is decent. I feel like they need to update it a little bit. I want bigger TVs. You got 70s in there, I want 100s. Oh, you want even bigger. And then they randomly stole my golden tee one day. I, we go in there and we go, hey, what happened to the golden tee? And they had no excuses, no reasons. It didn't break. They just got rid of it for to put another table in there. No, they needed some more money. Golden tee is amazing. Bring it back. I don't think we ever had any games at my Buffalo. It's really the only one. Yeah. Because Golden Tee is just something where some guys can just go in the corner and play. The other ones probably take up too much space, and they want to throw as many tables. You know what? Now that you say that, there was one in the back hey, corner. Here we mm-hmm. go. I do think there was a Golden Tee back <laughs> there. I remember go. some of my regulars would always go play it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's okay. all coming back now. It is. Were Listen. they losers? <laughs> no, okay, I, did, I did have a decent amount of regulars, though. Well, we had a, one of our corner bars. Me and Bays are going there. We just, we totally jack around with it. We're not serious at all. I swear some of these other guys come in with batting gloves on when they're playing it because it kind of rubs the bottom of your hand. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah, it, none of that. It was insane. That's too much. Yeah, it kind of scarred me. I don't know if I've been back since they did that. Oh, that like threw you? You're well, like, I can't the, become these guys? The bar owner got involved because it was kind of a tussle between whose turn it was to use a golden tee. Oh, I know. And it was with the regulars, the regulars. And we'd had a couple drinks and we don't back down from a good argument. Oh, so you, you haven't been back to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> We've avoided that bar, too. Oh, Ray. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. And I'm pretty sure it was around March Madness time last year. It was. Yeah. Well, and we always had to wear jerseys. We'd wear jerseys for football teams. Right. We'd wear um, they they change our, our uniforms sometimes for March Madness and we'd have different colors. So it felt like I was part of a sports team. Tell me, high school or college? High school and a little bit into freshman year of college. You're lucky. What a bomb high school job. Oh, it was awesome. It was from I, I started as a host. I moved to the takeout girl and then I did expo, which was like deliver all the wings. And then I went to be a server and I was a server for most of that time, like two and a half years. And I made bank, right? Nice. Like, and I still, to this day, have a gallon baggie full of all the phone numbers that got left on my tables. <laughs> I would throw that away. No, it's just funny. It's because they're all written on napkins or receipts, and it's so, like, embarrassing to think that that's what high school me was up to. But is that also kind of a badge of honor? A little bit. Uh, I mean, hey the fact yo. that I got a gallon baggie, that was hey, pretty cool. Hey yo. You know? There was some attractive <laughs> men that go into uh. Buffalo Wild Wings. Not going to lie. Coming in at number six, listener wanted to pay Lunchbox to be at their wedding, which was a funny segment in itself, but we're not talking about a wedding. Ray, let me tell you about this 80-year-old, 80-year-old? Why can't I say 81-year-old man who survived a week in a snowbank by eating candy and croissants? Yeah! Like, that's what he survived on because that's what he had. If you got stuck somewhere... What's a snack that you always have on you that you would have this story about that you survived on? Because it's keto beef jerky. Ooh, that's just like you have it with you basically in your pocket all the time? I got it in this drawer. Not Mm. necessarily pocket, but I love it. It's because it's real. There's no sugar, no carbs if you get the right ones. And you can now at the grocery store, you can find ones without any of that. Perfect keto. Give me it. Beef jerky. Well, that you. I don't think your story would make the news because I think beef jerky is pretty common. No, they would say, no, 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 not because of the uniqueness. They would say this dude lived there for two hours by choice or for two years by choice eating beef jerky because he said it was that good. Just only, Okay, what is the most superior brand and flavor beef jerky? Oh, I just go with the Publix. 
That was really uneventful. Right? I know, I know, <laughs> because the other ones have a lot of sugar and stuff, so I haven't, I haven't rocked those in five years. So it's like plain beef jerky yes. from Publix. Yeah, but they put some stuff. They put good stuff on it. Okay, so but it doesn't have a specific seasoning or flavor. Uh, it's the flavor. Maybe campfire smoke. Okay. Teriyaki. You can get that one. I believe that one. No, I'm asking for you, like superior so, that you always buy. Teriyaki from Publix. Okay. I got it in my drawer right here. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm just asking for the people. Sweet and hot. When did I randomly <laughs> get this one? <laughs> I love that that's what you fall out. Like, but it is teriyaki. public. But it is public. Public section. Yes. Okay. She's <laughs> right. Trying to find some consistency here. I know. Uh, mine is either one of my, it's called like a pucket, like the, the, why can't I remember the name? I love them lately. It's like the little granola puckets, basically. Okay. And they're really yummy. Or um, Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is good, but it's just tough around here. You got yogurt, spoons. Yeah, we. It, it's like a commodity to find a spoon here. So bad. <laughs> so you get really excited when you can eat your yogurt with a spoon and not a... I've eaten my, my yogurt with a knife and with um, a fork before. Bro, I have brought plates from home. Mm. Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I bring fine china from my house because we have nothing. Mm-hmm. But you know what would be funny is if I get stuck and I have Greek yogurt, it's probably going to go bad because it's one of those things that kind of has to be in the fridge. Yeah, they're going to say, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What the heck stuck in my throat? They're going to say, oh, she had Greek yogurt but couldn't eat it because it was spoiled. <laughs> so she decided to eat nothing. Uh, yeah, and then I'd die. She chewed on rubber instead of the Greek yogurt <laughs> because they expire within two days. Once I got rid of all my granola puckets, I would be dead. My rule is you can't buy stuff that expires in three days. It's got to be a week or two. Mm, yeah. Yogurt's one of those. That's not good for you. That's not like whole foods though, right? I know, but I, that's my big thing. I hate when you're under a countdown to try and eat something before it expires. Okay, but you need to eat whole foods. And most of the time, processed foods are what have don't have countdowns. But your Greek yogurt, the second you leave that grocery store, the countdown begins. Boom. I you mean, know yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like, it's like two weeks. Is it? Yeah. All right. You, you got like two weeks to eat some, okay. some yogurt, right? Okay. Okay. It was National Potato Chip Day this week. If you could only keep one potato chip brand, which one are you keeping? Doritos. Oh, solid. The Cooler Ranch. That dates back to <laughs> high say, school. Did you say Cooler Ranch? Whatever or it's cool called. Cool Ranch. Don't care. <laughs> it's Cool Ranch. <laughs> don't memorize the bag. I eat it so fast, I don't even have to look at the bag. I'm now going to call them Cooler Ranch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Doritos. That was your favorite. You still eat them today? Uh, no, but if you're at a whatever a Super Bowl party or something mm -hmm. random and they're there, yes, for sure the bowl is in serious jeopardy of being emptied. I think mine would be Lay's. Okay, because it's it's like the OG. Yeah, and I'm like I'm picturing a lot of potato chip brands. I love the kettle cooked, but I think I could do without it. Kettle cooked are hard, mm -hmm. but the jalapeno ones are good. I do love me some Pringles. Pringles. Really good. I haven't had a Pringle in about three years. I know, but the Lay's man, that's the OG. Yeah, they're good. Mm -hmm. So we got we got Lay's and Doritos at our apocalypse party. Yep. I like that for us. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free 
through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We had Easton Corbin on the show this week. He performed a few of his hit songs, which you can see on our YouTube page, Bobby Bone Show. But I want to talk to you, Ray, about CRS this week. We had Country Radio Seminar Week. Oh, heck yeah. And I saw some things go down. And Please I, tell. And one of them involves your guy. Uh, M-Dub? Oh, no, your favorite guy. S-H? Yeah, Sam Hunt. <laughs> and I can tell you, this all happened in front of people. This okay. wasn't like secretive stuff. But this is like my... I went to... A UMG lunch. So at lunchtime at the Ryman, they had like 14 artists all come out and play a song. And at number three, what I saw happen, Vince Gill, you know who that is? Yes. He sat side stage for every single artist I and heard watched that. them mm-hmm. the entire time from beginning to end for two and a half hours. He wants to see the future generations. I loved that about him. He was so involved and just wanted to be there and experience it because most of the time you see bigger artists, they're not like... They, they come out when they have to come out and they leave. Right. Whereas Vince Gill was just sitting there like admiring everyone like he had all the time in the world. That's cool. And he's an eagle. Like he doesn't have all the time in the world. The eagle. The eagle. Do you know what I'm, I'm making reference to? I'm guessing one of your Marvel movies. No, he's in the Eagles, the band. <laughs> and he's an eagle. He is? Yes. He's like massively got part of that. Ray. Stop. Hey, the more you know, my guy. And then at number two, Parker McCollum 
slapped his boss. What? So they reenacted the Will Smith Oscar slap. That's awesome. So his boss, who this guy uh, it always like announces at the UMG lunch at CRS, and he started talking, like introducing Parker and mentioned his wife, Hallie Ray Light. And all you hear from side stage is, keep your my wife's name. And, and you're like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. <laughs> and you're like, that sounds familiar. And it's Parker. And he's saying the thing that Will Smith said. And then he walks across stage and he slaps his boss. And then like it goes back and he's like, after the slap, he was laughing the whole time. It was definitely like orchestrated, but it was hilarious and so out of left field. That's cool. Yeah. Never saw one thing on Twitter about that. That's stupid. Well, he, I, I have it. I have the slap. Like, I have video of it. Please, I would love to see a slap heard around the world since Will Smith and right? cringe with Kit or whatever. I say, Chris well, I Rock. saved it in case we like we were going to talk about it on the show. I didn't want to post it. Yeah. But yeah, I got the slap. But then Parker came on. He's like, my mom is on TikTok. Please don't post that. <laughs> <laughs> because it was obviously like an inside joke that was planned. Yes. But it was funny because it was just so out, like just. Off kilter. And you're already half asleep from morning show and you go there. Yeah, and that happens. Off guard. But then at number one, your guy, Sam Hunt, he played an unreleased song that's coming out in the next few months and it's called Locked Up. I, I heard that. And I mean, is that about him when he went to jail? Uh, when I tell you that I was listening to this entire song and I have a one minute clip of it. I don't know if it ever got sent to you. Did it? No. Okay. So, because I like sending it in and... I can I can just play it from my phone, but it literally addresses like the rumors about his life that wow. have like happened in the last year. But I wonder on here, can we only play five seconds? Yeah, let me play five seconds, but let me let me get it for you. Yeah, make it a good five. That's just like the first five, and I'm I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> You're, you're copying bones. I don't, how he I does don't know it on how the else to do this, <laughs> but like it, this is it's just wild. <laughs> so, so it, he addressed it like yeah. that was his way of essentially addressing some of the things that have come out in the last few years about him. The question is, did he get a standing ovation at the Ryman? You know, I think he did get some standing ovations. Because nothing matches. YouTube this right now after the podcast. Uh, Casey Musgraves, follow your arrow, Ryman. Insane. Did she perform it at like CRS and it yes, came out? for the first time. I wasn't there, but that video clip, boom. You got, if you write a song, it's got to tie. If you got, that's the, like, the pinnacle of Ryman performances. Because it was such an amazing hook. She goes, you got to follow your arrow round and round, round it goes. Because you think the hook's about to end, and then it just keeps going round yeah. and round. And then she is up there, and nobody knows who she is. Standing ovation. Wild. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that. Yep. But yeah, it, it was kind of that moment. Vince Gill was the only one who got a full-blown standing ovation. Um, but Sam Hunt did get some. But I think most people were kind of in shock a little bit. Because he obviously was addressing some very personal things. And it's called Locked Up. Yeah. I mean, it's a great song because everything Sam puts out is really good. It's kind of hard not to be good. But I was sitting there just like, holy crap, he did that. Well, he's def- that means he's going to play it for show when I go to Vegas in April. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling because I think it comes out in the next few months. Well, I'll do another recording of it and see if my recording makes it over yours. Oh, okay. 
Probably will. <laughs> but that's why, that's why it's here. Okay. These are my rejected segments, right? <laughs> but I wanted to share it because I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, who makes the song about the rumors about themselves? The parent, well, Morgan Evans and Kelsey Ballerini. Apparently, you just talk about your relationship. Uh, Carly Pierce and Michael Ray, you just talk about it, write about it, put it out there. Woo! You it, know, I mean, honestly, though, it is a better way than making a statement. Therapy. Yeah. It sound, ends up making a banging song. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right now, people, just something happens, song it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know? That's that's how you make money off of your own hurt. Because, like, if you're going to be in pain, you might as well make some money. If you're writing a song, too, it's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about that hurt. Yeah. Write a song about it. Dang, I wish I could write songs now. That's it's a too for me. That. You were at B dubs, but you you should have been at songwriting school. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Not for me. Well, we did have a listener also call in and want to get a show tattoo, which was a wild moment. We yeah. all had to agree to Th- it. There's so many negative things that can go on with that. But if you really believe in something as much as that, it I would get a Sam Hunt, but I'm married. I'm not gonna get Sam Hunt rid- you know. If, if it was a perfect world where you can just I, I don't know, I'd get a Morgan Wall, it'd get stuff you love. If she loves the show, mm-hmm then show yeah who are we to stop her yeah but it is the the irony of like hopefully she like never gets in trouble or something <laughs> like comes out that she has like this tattoo and that's what's in the news that one and there's so many different directions the show could go the show could just be tv maybe it goes to this this maybe it splits up there's a million different directions it just reminds me of somebody gets a super bowl tattoo and then the team loses because she's kind of with that tattoo, she's just entrusting us with the rest of her life having a show that's called the Bobby Bone Show. But, you know, in all fairness, it was that moment, and she'll always remember this moment of the Bobby Bone Show. And some people's autographs aren't that great. Mine is good. Bones is awesome. Amy's is good. Haven't seen yours. Eddie's is terrible. Lunch's is pretty bad. He goes, lunch, and then underneath the box, it's so bad. <laughs> he doesn't even put it all as one word. It's I mean, one word. He could draw a little lunchbox, and then it'd be LB, box, or so. He could make it look mm-hmm. better. His is pretty weak. Scuba's you know, is awesome. Mine mine is whenever it's listeners, because that's like the, but I don't think I'll do it for this one since it is a tattoo, but I normally put M with a two, kind of like M squared, yeah, and then with a heart next to it. I like that. Yeah, just because it like that's pretty much who I, I was for most of the show. Okay. So, but I don't think I'll do this with the tattoo because M2 being on her body feels weird. (laughs) So should I not do Sizen? It's kind of just a fake name I made up. Yeah, I think I'll just do Ray Mundo. (laughs) Like, do the thing that you're actually identified as because... No, we've started doing Sizen. When people do hand me the picture with our faces on it. Okay, but that's fine. Okay. That's a picture. (laughs) This This is is like a tattoo. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but... What is something you're doing for the first time this year? This, This call inspired this question. First time this year, yeah. let's see here. It could um, be small. It could be big. Going to Phoenix. You've never been to Arizona before? Mm, I've been to Arizona, never been to Phoenix. Okay. So Why Phoenix? Parents are there. We're doing a family reunion type thing. Oh, okay. So, Wait, do your parents live there now? No. My parents are going on a cross-country trip to a bunch of random cities, but the one major city they're going through is Phoenix. So that's the one we're meeting them at. Oh, that's fun, though. Are and, they retired? Very retired. And they're just, like, enjoying life? Yes, and they drive it, and they go through all these small towns and just go hiking. Not, I would say my my dad could play golf. I mean, he could play some sports like that, but they don't. Mm. Um, but they go hiking. They go to shows. They're going to Branson. 
That's my dream. It's my dream <laughs> to do a cross-country road trip. <laughs> you think I'm kidding, right? Hey, That's my dream. I believe they're in New Mexico right now. They need to swig around and pick you up. I'm not kidding. I want to, especially like all the West. I want to do like the entire coast of California. I want to go to Utah. I want to go to Wyoming, like all the West. I would love to just do a massive road trip and drive all of them. I think everybody does. Get a Winnebago and do it. We just don't have the time. I know. So you're going to have to be retired. Which yeah. is sad. I wish you I could know do how it. Messed up that is. <laughs> so bad. You know what? I want to travel the country as a thirty-seven-year-old man, not when I'm eighty-seven. Yeah, but I can like move around, have a good time, go on a hike. Hey Morgan, get off the wheelchair ramp and come see Yellowstone. God, it's so stupid, man. I hate that. Okay, well, Phoenix is gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, and I guess first time, first time, it was something else. We're gonna do. Uh, f- Go to another city for a concert. I've done that for Garth, but I've never done it for Sam Hunt, if that counts. Mm, that does count. Vegas, Sam Hunt. Yeah. Garth is on your level with Sam Hunt. Yeah. We did Garth in Louisville, Atlanta, maybe just those two. Yeah. And now Sam Hunt is coming Knoxville. to Garth, Garth status. Yep. Dang, look at you, Ray. Yeah, and you, you got mad. Hey, listen, I would like to address something, too. You got mad at me because I compared Morgan Wallen's Bridgestone to a Garth Brooks moment. Uh, was it all on Twitter? Yes. That when I fire on Twitter, not it doesn't. Don't take it to heart. I know, but it, <laughs> I, I wrote. I didn't even say it was like this is Garth Brooks. I said it's giving modern day Garth Brooks, and you're like, whoa, slow down. And I, I was said, like, okay, slow, but it, it, slow it down, horsey. Yes, but li- <laughs> but arguably, you were in that arena. The fact that people knew all of his brand new songs mm-hmm. day one, it was eighteen thousand free fans. Like I'm with you. It was it was giving modern day Garth Brooks. Did you wait in line for those tickets? No, I didn't. Lucky, neither did I. <laughs> I but like, Abby did. What a dumb Oh yeah. <laughs> Abby, we're in radio. <laughs> we had hookups. Well, it was a disaster to get the tickets though. That was kind of a mess. For the point that I never even had an email or anything. I had a form that said Ray. Blank Slater and Laura Baser. How is this getting me into the Bridgestone? I need tickets with barcodes. Yeah, it was kind of a mess. <laughs> oh, but so, you know, I think it might have been probably safer to go stand in line for tickets. So I get it. I swear to God, though, I didn't really look at the email. So I was about to roll up there. If I hadn't got a hit up from Kevin, I was going to go up there with my phone and the email just said our two names. The dude was going to laugh at me at the ticket counter. There's no way they're giving you anything for that. Yeah, oh, that's cool. True. You have two names on a piece of paper in an email. Yeah, it was, trust me, it was interesting how everything came down. There was some behind the scenes stuff that happened. <laughs> Tell me off mic. I will. I got you. Tell me in the back alley. I'm not telling you in the back alley. That sounds weird. <laughs> I'm doing my first official astrology reading. Wow. Yeah. We've lost her. So I got offered to go to this event at like a new hotel in town, basically one of their new rooftops. And they're planning like this event in there. You, they're offering astrology readings. All you have to do is bring your rising sun and moon signs. Is it, It's at nighttime or is it a weekend drinking thing? It's a day. It's a weekday and it's at like five o'clock is when it starts. But astrology is nighttime with the stars, but this is an indoor type thing. Planetarium. So it's technically not indoor. It's like outdoor indoor. So you're going to see stars or it's just an astrology reading? No, it's an astrology reading. Okay. But it does have, it has involvement with the stars, but it's these people that channel. It's like Amy's psychic cousin. Yes, tarot cards. They channel things. So. All right, do some channeling for me. Let me know what my future looks like. No, you have to do that yourself. Do you know when you were born? Uh, maybe. 
you have to know like when you were born, what time. Like there's very certain things of where when the stars align. No, I get it because it's where mm-hmm. the sun's rotating, and that's mm-hmm. why they always say that months of the year and people are born. Yeah, so so please send good vibes to me that I get some good news. Okay. <laughs> what if I go in the astro- astrology reading? And it's like all bad news. Then you would need to switch up your life and yeah. do everything completely opposite of what you're doing. Exactly. I'm also planning a trip to Ocean Springs, Mississippi, in New Orleans. Neato. Louisiana. Girls trip? Yeah. Doing a little road trip. Is this for our break? No. Just oh. for like a long weekend. Nice. That's what Phoenix is. Long weekend. Yeah. Just like a, I, I'm trying to do more with my weekends instead of going out and drinking or mm-hmm. going out to dinner. I'm like, I need to do more with my time mm-hmm. and my money. Mm, we're only on this earth so long. Yeah, see, like, I, you know what? I may not be able to go do my road trip out west, but I could do a road trip close to here. Tell me those cities again. The Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So I've never heard anybody go there before. What is the reason? It's down. So I've, my whole goal is to visit every state. That's, like, what I'm trying to do. I only have 17 left. And Hey-oh. I know. And I've never been to Mississippi, never had a really a reason to go down, but Ocean Springs is like sits on the Gulf. I got a reason for you. Tunica. What is Tunica? That's where you gamble. It's the one place where oh, you cross the border. Uh, where mm. they have physical structure casinos. I went there for a weekend without Baser. I was gonna say, I feel like I've heard of that. It was awesome. It's in Mississippi? Yeah. That's funny. I won so much money and Baser goes in. She knew I was drunk because I call her the night before and stuff. And she goes, get home the next day. And so <laughs> it was supposed to be a whole weekend trip. And uh, the next day, get home. Oh, that yeah, that wasn't good for you. Uh, no, Tunica no, no. did not do you good. No, no, no. The reason why I'd already won and she just goes, there's no reason to stay there anymore. Mm. You're going to lose. It's not like I was, what, what could I possibly do? All the people there were 60. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah, so I'm going down there to the beach and then it's like an hour from New Orleans. And I've been wanting to go to New Orleans. I still want to go for Mardi Gras at some point, but I don't know when that will happen in my life. So I'm like, I need to at least go visit while I can. And I'm going to go get some beignets and go on the Bourbon Street. It's not bourbon. Beale. Beale Street. No. No, Beale is Memphis. It's Bourbon Street. It's Bourbon Street? Yeah. You're right. I remember the, the only memory I have of it, I drove through there with my mom going to college, and me and her just passed through it. And I go, oh, my gosh, Mom, Bourbon Street. And she goes, yeah. And then we just drove through and we didn't even stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was with my mom, though. What am I supposed to jump out, get a mm-hmm. hotel, and do some beignets or whatever that is? Yeah. Beignets are donuts. Oh. <laughs> I lo- Listen, I love me some Cajun food. So good. So I'm excited to go eat down there. Well, then uh, Mardi Gras is your holiday. I know. I want to go, but, you know, it kind of falls during work most of the time. So. It already passed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> but I am going to go. When you're 87. <laughs> Probably when I'm 87. <laughs> when you're planning a trip, I would like to know, are you the planner or are you the friend that goes along with everything? Uh, for me and Bazer's trips, I would say it's 50-50. We hit Instagram hard. If we're going to a place with water, we'll know exactly the color of the water before we even get there. Yeah. Dominican Republic, we knew it was going to be gorgeous. But we also talked to people. She's hitting up friends. The booking of stuff, she does. So I would say she does more of the actual technical stuff. Me, I'm like a freelancer. Ooh, boom. Found this one chick's (laughs) Instagram. Look at that water. What do you think about that? And then she sees if there's a good all-inclusive hotel. I'd say it's semi-50-50. Okay. I like that you're part of the planning process, though. And I would say years ago. Not anymore, but we would... We'd have a good old weekend, and our friends in Texas, we'd all just plan a trip together. So that's how we went to Miami. That's how we mm. went to Fort Lauderdale. 
we were originally going to go to Hawaii, but then we invited them when after a good old weekend. So uh, I'd say with some drinks flowing, that's what when a ma- back in the day a majority of the trips would when get planned. When you plan. used to plan, yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, and also when we get when we get just hammered. That's fair. Yeah, Baser, she chills now. She'll just have a couple drinks. So before, when we'd really tie one off, that's when the trips got planned. We'd wake up. I love that. In a month, we're going to Miami. (laughs) And then we'd end up there and be like, how did this get booked again? Oh, yeah. We were all having a good old Saturday. I love that because you can't back out on it. It's like, well, it happened and we're going. We went to all of them, too. We never backed out of one. That's so cool. I love that idea. (laughs) I'm I'm very proud of you, though, Ray, because I I do know a decent amount of guys who are kind of the, they just tag along. They're, they're there to have fun. No, yeah, I, I have to do a little bit. Of, I'll give her my advice. on. I've been to some countries, and I've been on cruises, so I know cities and stuff. And then she, her parents, they would go to the Bahamas. They would go to Florida. So we, I would say it's shared, you know, like mm-hmm. what, what I'm, my track history of uh, vacations and hers. I like it. Yeah. I'm such a planner, Ray, that I, for this trip that I've already started putting together, I put together Google Doc links. And okay. I have like restaurants and bars we should try, places we could go, things we could do, and I have lists. We we do that. We do. There's we do. a lot of pictures. Yeah, we'll go on people's Instagrams. Yeah. Screenshot it and then say we got to go to this restaurant. So you can just click on the city, and there'll be people that post in that city, mm-hmm. and then we screenshot all these restaurants and stuff. Yep. And I will like go on TikTok and I'll search hashtags of like New Orleans, and it'll be like top places to eat, and yep. I'll like go through all of them mm-hmm. and see how the comments do. Like if people agree or if they're like you're an idiot. Yeah. That's also key because some people can, everybody can post anything, right? Right. But is it like a legit opinion? We end up going to decent, good spots because of the reviews and stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we do our research. We're not just going to end up at some spot and be unhappy. Good. I like it. I like that we're both planners, right? Yeah. I mean, you really have to be a planner because there are bad hotels. There are Mm -hmm. bad restaurants and you don't want to, if you only have a weekend, you better be going to the best brunch spot, Mm -hmm. the it dinner and walking on the best roads. Yep, and I like to map out. I'll be like, okay, well, th- I love doing a road trip because I can be like, we do this, and then we go here, and we do this, and we can fit it all in. Mm-hmm. Road trips are my favorite for that, and I can like totally plan it out and see it. The worst is when you don't know weather-wise. Obviously, oh. for packing, you know, is it going to be sweater weather? Is it layers? Stuff like that. But, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Ugh, I got a frog in my throat. So, <laughs> but no, we, we didn't. When we went to Charleston, we didn't necessarily know it was going to be a little hotter than it was. And so we're like, a mile, is that walkable? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's walkable. Oh, so 1.2 miles, is that walkable? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's walkable. We get down there and it's just kind of hot. And so mm-hmm. then we just did a bunch of Ubers and we're like, we didn't plan on that. That's okay. But we wanted it to be an awesome walk. And, but we're, we just didn't, I don't know, we don't feel like sweating. And then you get to where you're going to go and you're all sweating. No, I get that. And you got you to gotta have some room for give, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's just part of vacation. The weather will throw you off, though. You got to uh-huh. prepare for that. Yeah. And I do. Like, I won't plan it. I'm like, oh, we have to do this by the hour. But I'll be like, if we want to do these five things, they're all by each other. That's what we do. Yeah. Like, yeah. group them together kind of thing. And if we don't, that's cool. But here's where, where they are. And then there's always, you get back on the plane, there's those couple things you didn't do. Yeah. And I always reach over to her. I'm like, never did that. Man, got the screenshot and everything. <laughs> Why didn't <laughs> we do it? <laughs> but see, I'm, I'm at the place in my life, Ray, where I will not go back to the same place twice unless it's like I have to mm-hmm. or there's a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I go once. I've seen it. Cool. If I ever end up here, great, like on a, on a whim or a chance. But 
I'm not planning to go back. There's some places, though, that I think of when I was poor and I would go there because when I was in college, I had no money. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to Costa Rica with $200. Now that I actually have a full-time job, I would love to go back there. Well, that makes sense. So stuff yeah. like that, which that I t- talked to Laura about. I'm like, we've got to go to some of those places I went to in college that I would go there and just make do out of rubbing two pennies together. Well, yeah, and I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you never got to, like, experience it completely mm-hmm. for what it is— but I'm just like, I'm getting older and I don't have endless amounts of money. I want to keep seeing new things instead of like, I love Destin. I've been to Destin, Florida a few times. I've also been to Phoenix, Arizona, which is where you fly in for Scottsdale because there's been like eight parties that I've had to go to in Scottsdale. And But I don't fly into Scottsdale. No, like uh, you fly into Phoenix yeah. to get to Scottsdale, but like Scottsdale's right there. Okay. Most of the time, the things aren't in Phoenix, they're in Scottsdale. Gotcha. And I've seen them multiple times and I'm like, I don't want to keep spending my money to go back to a place I've already been. Okay. I'm ready to like spend it and be like, I need to go to Utah. I need to go to Wyoming. I need to, if I'm going to spend my time and my money again, it's going to be a new place. Yeah. Wyoming, you got to go to a touristy spot. You can't just, I've lived there. I know. Lived there my whole life. Well, I want to go to um, Jackson Hole, but that's, I that's also want to go to Yosemite. See, I don't know. I think those are different locations. Uh, Yosemite, I believe is about an hour and a half away. Okay. See, like I said, I like planning yeah. a road trip when I go somewhere. Double then I checking can, your research. Yeah, doing, doing multiple things at once. Jackson Hole's a spot, though. I know, I want to go. Yeah. And you liked it? Uh, I was a kid, and my parents mm. refused to spend tourist money, so we would go to the places off the beaten path. Ooh, but hey, if and I ever go, it, I want, I want some of that. It log cabin places, we would stay at the... Motel One. <laughs> hey, but you were still experiencing but we, it. But we were young. But yeah, it, it's dope. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I if I can plan a trip there sometime soon, I will let you know. I remember even as a kid going there and going, "Wow, this is pretty sick." Okay. As an adult, probably times ten. Yeah. Now it's really expensive. <laughs> because like, of Yellowstone. Stupid expensive. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was looking for my 30th birthday, and I was like, no chance. Like, this is this is a lot. I can come here, like, by myself or, like, with a few people, but with, like, a group, ugh, that's a lot. And there are cities that you look up and go, this is pricey. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Jackson Hole is one of them. Yep. Uh, Salt Lake City is another one. Hawaii, Hawaii was as well, oh, but her yeah. parents paid for the whole thing. It was her cancer celebration yeah, one that, year. Yeah, that was a cool trip Yeah, for you guys. but, I mean, it was very expensive. Jeep, expensive. Uh-huh. Place we stayed, expensive. In, you know... We would go to a restaurant and be $300. Expensive. Yeah. Hawaii is. I think that's their way of trying to get people not to come as much. <laughs> and I also just heard about Hawaii. Apparently, they're doing road construction during spring break. So that's their way of saying never come here, yeah. kids. Well, I think there's been like on TikTok, and you're not on TikTok, right? But there's like a whole thing with um, the indigenous people in Hawaii and they don't want people coming anymore. They're like, they've basically like disrupted our land. Exactly what I just said so, then with the road construction. I get it. And I'm glad we've already gotten a chance to visit Hawaii. I'm like, okay, like I'll, you know, I'll stay away. Mm-hmm. I do love it though. It's beautiful. If they're listening, they know you'll stay away. They said, thank you. Yeah. You too? You going to stay away? Oh, well, I would, I would do the road to Hannah again. Cause you oh, ride this. Yeah. Co- you the did road it? to Hannah? Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. It's the road to Hannah. It was so sick. It was. It was. And you see, they call it like the Seven Wonders. Yep. Uh-huh. And it's the longest trip ever, but it's so cool. Waterfalls, the whole ride, you get out. Some of the roads are very sketchy. Oh, it was insane. It says <laughs> there was an article in Daily Mail, one of the five most dangerous roads in the world. Mm-hmm. But it's my buddy was driving. Cool. You're like, I, just, I was just along for the ride. They didn't trust me. The chicks were in the back of the Jeep. He was there, and I was riding shoddy the whole way. <laughs> yeah, that, that, talk about like list of top things ever done in my life. That is one of them. Yeah, and the chicks were sleeping on the way home, and I go 
open your eyes now. I don't <laughs> care if you're sleeping. This is the most amazing view I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man. I love that we've both done that. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. And we were both in Jeeps. You have if you're in Hawaii, you gotta rent the Jeep. Oh yeah, you gotta have the top down. It's like the whole five. When we were there, Luke Bryan's spring break, first spring break album had come out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we were vibing to that album <laughs> on Road to Hana. We were like Luke Bryan and t- Jeep Top Down. It was amazing. I wanna say the music was a little sus and we might have been listening to randoms. Oh. That was the one thing that sucked. We didn't have our own tunes because I don't think there was Wi Fi. Oh and we didn't have downloaded music. Oh, yeah. I, I think we had the CD. I think that's how we were jamming okay. to that the whole time. Uh, we might have been listening to Mother Nature. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not as cool. <laughs> no, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, our lost sister, ad-free and one week early only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Well, besides our road to Hana conversation, which I th- I think Ray and I could talk about traveling all day because I think both of us just love it. We I'm a traveler. Spend our days doing that, but we did have a fun moment from Amy. She shared a savaging 
savaging, savage parenting move. That's what I was trying to say. And y'all love to give your parent like opinions on anything parent related. And this was a hot topic online. So funny stuff there. Have you been a savage lately, Ray? Uh, not with kids. Don't have any. No, but just like a savage in life. No, I'm not too savage. You don't, you don't have anything savage? Give me an example of yours and I'll piggyback off well, that. Well, I'm considering going savage and let me tell you why. Uh, so I, I discussed this with Mike D on my podcast, but I want your opinion. All right. Because I went to a tire company that uh, stole my lug nuts on my car. And you just made me think of one. Continue. Okay. Uh, so I went, they basically told me there was a lawsuit with Jeep going on and I needed to get the lug nuts removed from my my tires and place like different ones on. Well, come to find out from my Jeep dealership, there is no lawsuit and the lug nuts that they took off were $16 a piece. So over $500 in total that they took off from my car. Interesting. And put on a package that was $50. So literally swapped out like great fine lug nuts for cheap ones. And when I call them to not only give me a refund and give me my, my lug nuts back, they had thrown away my lug nuts and they still haven't refunded me then the money. Weird and sorry. Yeah. Also, so, Christmas present idea for Morgan, lug nuts. Uh, yeah. I need some new Jeep ones. But everybody's saying after I talked about it on the thing that I should file like a lawsuit or like go after them. You're going to go after them for $500 worth of lug nuts. I mean, yeah, they will straight up lie. Like they're straight up selling Jeep parts on the black market. All like, right. The U.S. Circuit Court uh, next on the docket. Uh, sir, yes, it's 16 lug nuts. Uh, oh, no. Who is there's, the woman? There's multiple lug nuts, and they were $16 a piece. Who knew lug nuts could cost so much money? <laughs> uh, we have, This is our first case in the district on this. Let me pull it up. Lug wow. nuts. Uh, Ray, they lied to me about a lawsuit. The state of Tennessee versus Borgen, Mass. <laughs> that's my last name? Who's so I, am, I am. That's rude. That's also not how you pronounce my last name. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for talking to you about it. You know what? A lot of listeners are like, you should you should seriously like get your money back and get your lug nuts back in some capacity because that's not legal in any way. Savagery. Yeah, so I'm considering it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not happy with this tire place. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. I'm sorry. I know. What's your savage moment that I reminded you of? Mine is about uh, hitting up a restaurant because we thought that we got food poisoning from the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, sent yeah. Sent a strongly worded email only to realize it wasn't food poisoning. It was a stomach bug. So then I uh, believe we, yeah, we DM the restaurant back, said we were totally wrong, and they never responded. Oh, you admit it. You owned up to your stuff. But I'm not too proud. We've eaten there since then. Wait. You not only owned up to your stuff, they didn't respond. You have now eaten there again? Yeah, it's an awesome restaurant. Can, will you tell me off the air the restaurant? Did you ever say on air who the restaurant no. was? I didn't think so. Yeah, tell me tell me off. But I'm curious Gr- now. Grill. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that a chain? Maybe. I mean, it, what is not what isn't a chain? Well, I, some in Nashville aren't, but I didn't know if that Name is. Name them. Milk and honey, chain. Biscuit Love, Chain. Pancake Pantry? Chain. No, it's not. It's not? Well, no, there's multiple ones in Nashville. Well, I, I consider a chain when they're in multiple cities across the country. If there's I, a few in one city, I don't necessarily call that a chain. That's the dictionary definition, fine. But should Hattie B's, there's 10 of them in our city. Chain. Yeah. Uh, Pancake Pantry, another one right on second or third, Chain. If there's not just one... Chain. What is the definition? <laughs> no, you're right, but I'm telling you my definition. Restaurant. I know. I'm just so curious now. Chain restaurant is multiple states. 
multiple time zones. I mean, I think technically you're right. This is a group of restaurants with many different locations that share a name and, and concept. Thank you. But I just like, I consider chains like Olive Garden and Texas Roadhouse where you can go to other cities and get them. Big ticket. If there's a few in like one city, I don't necessarily, I'm like, oh, that's a chain. Agreed. So. The Laughing Elephant, not a chain. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. You ever drove by it? No. I believe it's uh, not Thai, it's uh, Faux. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I, I used to pass it going to my gym. Never went there, but apparently it's pretty popular. Okay. But there's one of those. Yeah. Not a chain. Not a chain. Laughing Elephant. <laughs> I like the name, though. I know. Okay, well, that is savagery, and I'm I'm proud of you for going back and eating there, but maybe you need to expand your horizons. Oh, no, no, I didn't go back. I uh, Uber Eats. Oh, oh, you don't want to show your face anymore? Yeah, it'd be tough to go Okay, that, now we're getting to it. I was like, wait, you went oh. back? That's ballsy. Because they probably know what you look like. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that, is, that is some actual savagery on multiple, you multiple levels. That's funny. Okay. Well, we also had another fun one. Speaking of Las Vegas, Carolyn Bryan surprised a listener with Adele tickets. Our listener, Elvis. That was a pretty cool segment. Dope and unexpected. Didn't even really know we were going to. That's one of the bits that just happened and I was shocked by. Yeah. And it was really cool. And just, I mean, they're really nice people. Luke Bryan is always really nice when he comes in, but so is Caroline. So. Oh, hey, y'all. Hey, that's a pretty good impression. Hey, y'all, did you guys know I walked here? A little, like, you need some more deepness to that. Well, he needs to come in again. He hasn't been in here in oh, six months. Okay. How are things going with you and Laura, though? How's life? How is um, that apartment living? Apartment living's good. I believe they're going to open the pool in a couple weeks. And that's what you're excited about because you love water. They shut that beast down for mm-hmm. four months, I think. I'm kind of surprised they haven't opened it back up considering there's been, like, some nice weather days. I know. But then it drops down. Then it's mm-hmm. 28 degrees and we're driving to work. But yeah, hopefully two weeks. And I've been telling people, I don't even, I don't even work for the apartment. We just do the cares team. Yeah. So we get a discount on our rent, but I've been telling people, yeah, yeah, it'll be coming up. It'll be opening up. I don't know anything. Well, you're <laughs> acting like, you know, all the I, 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 they don't tell us a date cause they kind of just feel it out with the mm-hmm. weather too. So, and then that's awesome because the nephew wants to visit. And then we have a bunch of friends in town that have kids. So randomly, I'm like an uncle now. Like, How does that feel? You're like, it, it's interesting being surrounded by kids, like with, with, your friends that didn't used to have kids, and then all of a sudden they have kids, and you're like, wait, where'd you come from? Well, I get the best of it. I don't have to live with these kids. They just yeah. come in. I'm the cool guy for two days, and then I don't see them again. I did see a picture of you on Instagram holding a baby, and I was like, what is Ray doing? Like, you you looked happy to be holding the baby, but you also looked uncomfortable at the same time. I was six deep, mm, you're and drunk. they were making me hold the baby, so I was one inch off the ground. Because God forbid I drop it, and I was so terrified, and it didn't cry, and I was—I believe I was scratching its head. Didn't know if he liked that or was not. Was it a dog? Right? It was a newborn baby almost. And so I handed it to the person next to me, and I said, "Take this kid, and I'm not drinking anymore." Because that was terrifying. Oh, right. Yeah, it, you look terrified in the photo. I was like, "What is he doing?" It looked like you were like holding the baby like. 12 feet from your body. You were just like, what is this thing? And back in the day, maybe um, mothers and dads too, but they were, they, they had the, the feelings that you don't know. You don't get my kid. I, I only get my kids nowadays. These parents, it's awesome because they go, they've told it to me that you go to a place and it's just, here you go. You can hold on to my baby if you want. <laughs> Cause they need a break. Yeah. And they've realized kids, we know all this new technology, all these new ways of doing things. You don't have to walk around with the kid in a freaking pillow 
you know. Yeah. Well, especially if somebody has more than one, too. At that point, by the second one, they're like, ah, oh, they're fine. Yeah. So, so the parents that we've been chilling with, they go, I'm not, I'm attached, but please hold my kid. I'm not, I don't need every second of the day with him. Oh man. Yeah. It was funny. I just, I had to bring that up because I saw that photo. It was like a weekend and I was like, what is going on in this picture? Good times. Good times. I'm proud of you for holding the baby, right? Because <laughs> you definitely did look terrified. Okay. Anything else going on? Um, pool season. Pool uh, season. But we talked about vacations, kind of mm-hmm. trying to plan a trip. We haven't done our it trip of the summer. Yeah. So trying to plan that. Are we going to go to Mexico? I'm kidding. Ooh. I'm kidding. You're not supposed to go there now. I mean, it's different parts of Mexico. Mexico is pretty large. So we're planning that. Uh, my nephew, he's going to come down very soon because one of our Christmas presents was he gets to come live with us for a week or something. Mm. So he's going to come down and chill and he's 15. He's at that awesome age where I can do anything with him. We golf. We go to a batting cage. We go... Not hit on chicks, but I, you know, I'm at the grocery store and I push him into a girl his age. Oh, you're being that uncle. One time I drove by and I rolled out his window and there were these two girls his age and he got so embarrassed. He like hit the window to roll it up, dump pop all over the car. And I was like, Hey, that's dating, baby. So it goes. That's not dating. And, oh, that's I, just like embarrassment. I rolled his window down to honk, so the girls looked at him, and he's standing there, and he's trying to roll the window up, and pops flying this everywhere. This poor kid's gonna be traumatized. It was awesome. Oh my goodness. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited for y'all. Sounds like you guys have a fun summer plan. It's not yeah. even summer yet. You? Um, I am currently trying to make a decision if I am going to adopt my foster cat. Oh my gosh. Big decision. Yeah. And I do not know what to do. Yeah. I would go with your heart. Yeah. That my heart is like half and half. That's the problem (laughs) (laughs) because I, I adore her and I love her. She's very sweet and very loving. And now she, she has a big personality. Every time my alarm goes off in the morning, she like jumps up on the bed and sits there like you're awake now, like time to hang out. And it's really cute. She has kind of a dog like personality. Which is why I love Siamese so much, and that's why I wanted to adopt one. But um, she still she still swats at Remy sometimes, and I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, they'll get better at that. But also, cats you can leave for mm, not a week. You can leave them for three days. Mm-hmm. They take care of themselves. They do. They are very self efficient, and they're much more low maintenance than dogs. I okay, two that. days. Leave me alone. Yeah. Well, you you got to put out a lot of food and stuff for them. Our Bazer's mom comes and stays the entire day with Pablo. Oh. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, so she's like the best caretaker ever, but yeah. I know. And like not being next to my parents, like them not being in town definitely makes it hard to leave, mm-hmm. especially having animals already with having Remy, but now having, if I decide to take on two. Yeah, two's so. tough, girl. I know. You're, I'm, by, I'm by myself. You're going to be outnumbered by animals. I don't hate that. The animals could overtake you. I don't hate that. <laughs> I love that <laughs> with my life, but I am by myself. So I, I am, I'm, I'm literally in a rock and a hard place trying to make that decision. The so. second. Okay. Bailey Zimmerman. <laughs> I, I didn't even mean to. I didn't mean to do that. When you get, get this cat, you're going to get a dude and then you're going to have the fullest house of full. And I love that. I love okay. the whole house. All right. That's what you're going to get. I know. I do. I mean, that is the catch 22. I've always made sure like. The guys that I end up dating like animals because I want to rescue a lot of animals. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. But there's a lot of guys out there that don't like cats and I don't understand. Yeah, weirdos. Why? I don't know. I don't, they I don't were like, it. they're viewed as a woman's animal. 
But they're not. They kind of act like dudes. Like the way that they their personalities are and how they're kind of elusive and you but, know what but, I mean? But I mean, I play sports with my cat. I play golf with him. I throw balls. He we play tag. He jumps after me, nips at my ankles. We play everything together. I yeah. he's actually just like a human to me. Exactly. He just doesn't speak back. See, you're one of the you're one of the good guys that like cats. I don't care about the image. You know, oh god, only girls have cats. I've had a blast with my but cat. But interesting enough, you you're not a big fan of dogs though. I am though. But if it's the right one, we're gonna not. get no. We're gonna get in Australia. No, I bring Remy in here, and you're like, "What is that thing?" Because <laughs> it was nuts at first, but no, I'm sure it would calm was, down. She just wanted to say hi to you. I, we've been looking at an Australian. I believe that's what they're called. Oh my god, Ray! You want to talk about nuts? You think Remy is? I've Aust- seen them around my apartment complex. Oh my god, Ray! They're cattle dogs. Okay. They literally herd like that's they. They oh, love having jobs. Then we're gonna get one when we get a house. I mean, yeah, but they still, you want to talk about high energy. If you thought Remy, Remy is the chillest dog ever. And if you thought Remy had high energy. I'm getting a sheep dog. Yes. LOL. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. I'm actually dying right now. That would be, oh my God. They need to do a little bit of research on them. Yes, right? That is not a low energy dog. No, we're going to obviously throw it up. At, you know, we, we're going to try out different dogs. Figure it. Bazer wants a dog, but yeah. we, we th- feel like we got to get a house first. I know Bazer wants a dog. She always comments on Remy's stuff. She's like, I love her. <laughs> and then there, But then there's Ray. I bring Remy in, and he's like, what is that thing? <laughs> One time. <laughs> it's funny, though. Uh, Re- hey, everybody loves Remy. Remy's like the, the dog that everybody wants. Agreed. So <laughs> you want Austria? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not going to let that one go. That was hilarious. All right. So, yeah, that's what's going on. I also went to Nashville Palace for the first time. I've seen Instagram stuff about that place. Dude, you've never been? No. I'm not going to go line dance. Oh, but it's not just line dancing. But they it's very structured, which kind of threw me off. Because back home, we have a, a line dancing two-step bar in the same vein. But it's like it's like chaos. You can have your drinks on the dance floor. And the songs, there's no like rhyme or reason. It just It's just a vibe. But this one, you got three line dance songs, three two-step songs, three freestyle songs, and they go in that order all night long. Really? Yeah. And you can't have drinks on the dance floor. You will get yelled at. Okay. And if you're not line dancing or trying to learn the line dance, you're not allowed to be on the dance floor. <laughs> like, it is intense. Who'd you go with? Kevin, for Kevin's birthday. Really? Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never been and I've wanted to go. Yeah, let's go. Good time? Oh, my God. It was a blast. Okay. And there, listen, this may be the place where I meet my guy. I think people uh, also play music there. Yeah, I do think there's performances. There's also another area that's like a restaurant, and there's live music playing there. It's Opryland, right? Yeah, it's by Opryland. Okay. But it is, I'm telling you, you would have so much fun. This is like your vibe. I would I would go. I mean, I'm into the wear your boots, mm-hmm. look like a cowboy in Nashville, so yeah. And it is fun to watch the line dancing. They're like, I know uh, maybe three line dancing songs. Like, the, the bare minimum. But these people know align it to, like, the most obscure songs. And I'm like, where did that even come from? Well, those people are uh, driving in from the, uh, how do I say this, rural areas of the mm. Nashville Metroplex. And that's their life. Well, okay? They rope cattle, and then they go dance <laughs> at Nashville Palace. You know, but that's what I'm saying. That's, this is why I may meet my man here, because he's probably, like, you know, got a good life going on. Well, you better be ready to move to Jolton. I'm not ready for that. An hour northwest of town. Not looking for that. Listen, Ray, I'm looking for a modern cowboy. Okay, I need like your house in the city getting sold. <sighs> no, you never. you are moving to Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Okay, Ray just shut down my idea of where I'm going to find my new man. Okay, well, coming in at the number one spot, Amy shared some personal news, and that was uh, a, a lot on the show this week, and we all love her a lot, so we're we're thinking about her, and that's all I'm going to say. Ray, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Um, Baser said I need to reach out. I think I will. You, you should. Okay. You absolutely should. Okay. But... Uh, we'll just leave that one there, and we'll end on the fact that Ray thinks I'm never going to find a man that <laughs> I can't move without, basically. So, Ray, tell the people where they can find you, hear you, all that good stuff. Yes, Sizen Raymundo on Twitter and Instagram, also the Sore Losers podcast. You can get that on wherever you get your music and podcasts from. <laughs> and uh, you can find Morgan, actually, in Goodlitzville, Tennessee, an hour you. north of town. I hate you so much. <laughs> This is why I can't confess things with you because it's just like an automatic roast session. Like none of what, not one of those dudes works on Music Row. Well, yeah, that's the idea, right? <laughs> it's obviously not working for me. I've lived here for seven years and I'm still single. Not saying they're not good guys, but I'm just saying <sighs> you're moving to a farm. Okay, you can find me at Webgirl Morgan on all the things and the show at Bobby Bone Show, and we love y'all, Ray. Thank you for hanging out with me. Not thank you for roasting me. Thank you, G. Glad you, you were able to do this. This is great. Sorry, I got your name wrong. I'll, get, I'll work on your last name. Yeah, can you say it one more time? I just read it, so it's just how I read it. I've never heard it pronounced. Morgan Hulsman. Oh, I thought it was Hulsman. Hulsman. Okay. Like Yule, but Hule. Just made a note for next time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Have a good weekend. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.